Good morning, everybody. Shabbos Daphne Chesk. Thank you for listening. Quick Chazar, we saw Daphne Zayn. The mission of Daphne Zayn went off. Listen up a bunch of things that a woman is not allowed to go out with on Shabbos. And we explain that there are two reasons why women can't go out with these items. Number one, certain items she can't go out with. The items that go in her hair, she's not allowed to go out with because maybe she's going to have a Tzfilah's Mitzvah on Shabbos and she's going to have to take them off because her Chatzitah she's going to carry them. And the second reason we'll see that on the Gemara is because her face is going to take the jewelry off to show it to her friends. So the Gemara went through. The halachas of things which are going to be considered chatzitza, what's not going to be considered chatzitza for mikvah, and things which are not going to be chatzitza are not going to be a problem for to wear on for a wear on Shabbos. I think Mar went through that items that the woman wears around her neck are not going to be a problem for chatzitza because she doesn't tie them very tightly, except for this specific type of choker necklace that she ties very tightly around her neck. That is going to be a problem. She's not going to allow, she's not going to be allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. I think Mar went through that everybody agrees that if the woman is wearing a hair covering which is made out of hair, it's not going to be a problem. It's not going to be chatzitza, and she's going to be allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. I think Mar the bottom started identifying some of the items in the Mishnah today. By Hashem, we're going to identify. The kavla as a symbol of an evidence which we'll see in the Gemara. The words going to go through the halachas of going out there on Shabbos and regards to Tumas. It says the Gemara, the bottom of the Zion and base. There are three things which you said about the istima, which we explained before. The Gemara identified the istima as is kaya pruchi, which we explained was that a woman would have these little hairs sticking out of her head covering, and so she would have this this some sort of headpiece which would cover the hairs which are sticking out. So it says the Gemara, there are three halachas which said about this headpiece. There's no issue of klayim, there's not going to be an of klayim. Meaning, even if it's made out of tarim pishin, Rashi explains because it's made out of felt and it's not really so together, and therefore it's not going to be a problem of climb. Taisar speaks out, just because it's not tavi, it's not going to make it not a problem of climb. So he explains because it's a hard material, and therefore it's not going to be a problem of climb. And again, Rashi explains because anything which is not of the status of a beg in regards to climb is not going to be. A beg in regards to Tumma, and therefore it's not going to travel Tumma. You're not allowed to go out there on Shabbos uh, into a Rishis Rabbin. And says the Gemara, Mishim Rabbishim, and add another of Ema Mishim Ataras Kali. It's not going to be a problem with Ataras Kali. We'll see by the Shem, Safal Saita, that Rabbanim made Xerah, Mishim Chorun Yishalayim, that women should not wear this specific type of fancy headpiece by their Chuppas, and this type of beggar is not going to be a problem of Ataras Kali. Again, it's actually a very interesting discussion. Allah Lamaisa, what headpieces are women's allowed to go out A woman's allowed to wear by her Chasna, what headpieces a woman's allowed to wear by her Chuppah, is negated to this Gemara. There are three Pshatim to show why this Istama is not a problem. The Ritva over here gives a Pshat, in Nida and the Ramban and Teres Adam gives different shatim. Many of the Rishayim that it has to be made out of gold and silver. So therefore, if the headpiece of the of the cow is not made of, hell, head of gold and silver, it's for sure not going to be a problem. If it's made out of cloth, it's not going to be a problem. Again, interesting discussion. Says Rabbi Shmuel Amar, Kavla da Avdetna, and that we before we were misled what exactly this Kavla was. We weren't sure if the Kavla was the small type of woolen hat or was a Kavla da Avda, which is a symbol that the Evan has on his clothing, which shows that he's an Evan. So Shmuel, before we said that it's referring to the wool hat, Shmuel comes along and says no, it's referring to the the item that the Evan wears on his. Clothing, the symbol that Evan wears in clothing to show that he's an Evan. It says the Gemara, say that the Kavla that the Kavla is the symbol that Evan wears, but and that's going to be usher to go out with on Shabbos. So Gemara Shmuel, Shmuel said, "Yitzah Evan b'Chaisim Shabbat Tavari." Avlo b'Chaisim Shabbat Kusai. Shmuel said that Evan is allowed to go out with the symbol on his that goes around his neck, but he's not allowed, not allowed to go out with the symbol that goes on his clothing. So we see clearly that Shmuel said you're allowed to go out with the Chaisim Shabbat Tavari. And if the Kavla is a Kavla da Avda, if it's when the Mishnah said he's not allowed to go out with the Kavla, it's referring to the symbol of the Evan. So why not allowed to go out with it? Shmuel said you're allowed to go out with the one on your neck and Tais explains that we could say that the Mishnah is talking about the symbol which is on your clothing, and that's where you're not going to go out. But the Mishnah would rather say we're talking about all types of symbols. Says, says the Heli Gigamara, like this that Shmuel said, it's going to mutter for the Abba to go out with the symbol that's referring to the symbol that his rabbi, his master made for him. And therefore, if his master made it for him, he's going to be afraid to take it off, and therefore, it's going to mutter to go out with it on Shabbos. However, this that the Mishnah said that it's going to be us to go out with, that was referring to the type of symbol that the Abba himself made. He made a symbol on his own clothing, and therefore, we're afraid we'll see like later on the that if he were afraid that he's going to take it off, and therefore it's going to be a problem of its on Shabbos. It says the Hegemar Vaiter. 
was talking about a case where his master made it, and therefore he's allowed to go out with the symbol on his neck because we're not afraid he's going to take it off. Says the Gemara, which be the same svar on his clothing as well. That if his master made it for him, we're not afraid that's going to come off. That he's going to take it off. So she to go out on Shabbos. And we're afraid that the symbol might fall off by itself, and he's the Evans going to be scared that there's the symbol's missing. So he's going to want to take a piece of clothing and to cover it. And if he goes out with a piece of clothing on top of the place that the symbol was on, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem of itself carrying on Shabbos. A person who goes out with a towel folded over his shoulder, is going to be because that's not the normal way of carrying. So over here, we're afraid that if the symbol falls off, if the symbol that shows that he's an Evid falls off, the Evid's going to be scared of his master, and therefore he's going to take a bag to cover it off over. And that's going to be carrying the bag in a not normal way. He's going to be chayvachatas. It says, "Why v'chayad amalei shmuler of chinana bar shila like this?" That Shmuel told of chinana kula rabbanu the reish glusa lifku b'sarvali the chasimi. All of the rabbanan of the reish glusa should not go out with the cloak with the emblem of the reish glusa on it. The barminach like kaptiulach, except for you, that they're not makwe about you. The reish glusa, the reish glusa is not makwe, and therefore you're allowed to go out with clothing that has the symbol of reish glusa on it. And again, because like we said before, that if the rest of the rabbanan that are afraid of reish glusa, so if the symbol comes off, they're going to be afraid, and they're going to want to cover it off over with their clothing, and that would be a iser derais on Shabbos. However, you you're not scared of the reish glusa. And therefore, even if it would come off, you wouldn't cover it over, and therefore it's not a problem for you to go out with it on Shabbos. Now, what exactly is the symbol of Rish Glusa referring to? So, if you look at Rashi over here, Rashi says, Rashi explains that the Rabbanim were kilo, they were like servants, they were like slaves to Rish Glusa. They had to wear these symbols to show that they were kafuf, that they were machinia themselves to the Rish Glusa, and that's why they were scared. It's very interesting. The relationship between the Rish Glusa and the Chacham was a very interesting saga. We'll see more about this in Zachas and Hedrin, that the Rish Glusa had tremendous power. Their connection with the king, and seemingly, at least during certain periods in history, the Rabbanon were kafuf, they were had to subjugate themselves to the Rish Glusa. If you look at the Ritzvah, the Ran, other Shay, and the Kulti Gainim, which say that this symbol of the Rish Glusa that the Rabbanon used to wear on their clothing was not like the explanation of Rashi, rather, it was related to the taxes, which everybody who had clothing, they would. After you would buy the clothing, you have to get you have to pay a tax to the Reish Glusa. And after you would pay the tax, you get a stamp on your clothing. So therefore, if you didn't have a stamp on your clothing, the Reish Glusa, the people would take it away from you because they would assume that you didn't pay the tax. So therefore, you would always have to go out with that stamp on your clothing. However, this Rav Chinna clearly had some relationship to the Reish Glusa, and therefore he wasn't scared, even if he didn't have that symbol on. We said before that the Ever's allowed to go out with the symbol on his neck, but not not the symbol on the clothing. Tanya we learned this is a lot in the Bryce, but anyway, we're asking Akasha. We see clearly he's allowed to go out with the symbols, sigh on his neck and sigh on his clothing. And Shmuel said before that he's allowed to go out with the symbol on his neck. Says the Hegemara. So we could answer that this that we said it's going to be Aser for him to go out with the symbol on his neck. That was with when he made it himself. And this that we said is going to be Mortar. Shmuel was talking about when his master made it, and therefore he would be afraid to take it off. 
And therefore, it's going to be mutter to go out with the one that was on his neck. But says the Gemara, no, we'd rather answer, No, we'll say both of them are referring to where his master made it. So I, why is it us for him to go out with the somewhere around his neck? Lachari should be afraid to take it off. Says the Gemara, This, that we said it's going to be mutter for him to go out with the someone on his neck, that was referring to the type of symbol which is made out of tit, which is made out of cheap material. And therefore, even if it would fall off, he wouldn't bring it back to his master because his master wouldn't care about it. However, this be that the Bryce said it's going to be us to go out with a symbol on his neck that was referring to as made out of metal and therefore since it was made out of metal it was very chashav so even though the slave would be afraid to take it off however if it would come off then you would want to bring it back to his master because his master would be upset because it, it, expen- it was an expensive item and therefore we were afraid that if it would fall off we'd bring it back and that's what's going to be us to go out with the Shabbos and says more could you have Something which is master's makbuda, and that the because we're afraid that if it falls off, he's going to bring it back. Something which the master is not careful about, then the slave is not going to go out with it because we're not afraid that if it falls off, he's going to bring it back to the master. Because Rice said that both these types of symbols are not makabutuma. So now it makes sense if we're talking about a metal type of symbol, then, then it makes sense why the Bryce specifically spoke out that's not makabutuma. Okay, we'll do makabutuma. If it would be a metal clue, it would be makabutuma. Meaning the Bryce was specifically saying that these symbols are not makalatoma, but if it would have been a metal keli, then it would be makalatoma. Aliyah, Rabbi Shal Tit, and if you're going to tell me it was referring to a symbol made of tit, out of dirt, out of lime, how you do a makalatoma, a keli, you do a makalatoma, that's mashma, that dafka, this symbol is not makalatoma, but if it would be keli made out of this material, it would be makalatoma. But Tanya, we learned in Bryce, Kliyavanim, 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 we learned in Bryce, Kliyavanim, which are made of stones, made of. Uh, cow excrement or kale which are made out of the ground, they're not become to at all. Let me do whatever, let me do cipher. So the khaira, if these types of kale were not if we were talking about a zug that was made out of tit, so the bryson wouldn't have to speak out Samakabotoma because any type of clue which is made out of this material is Samakabotoma. So we have a raya that our bryson was referring to a type of symbol which is made out of metal and therefore we're afraid that it's going to fall off and that's why it's us or two go out with on shops. So what comes out from this Kamara is that a type of symbol which is made on around his neck, then if it's made from by his master then the is that he's allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. However, if it's made out of something which is expensive, something which is made of metal, then it's going to be usher because then we're afraid that if it falls off, he's going to bring it back to his master. And then a symbol which is on his clothing, then Sai, whatever material it's made out of, whether he makes it, whether his master makes it, it's going to be usher to go out with it on Shabbos. Says the Helegate Gemara Viter. Omar Mar, the Bryce said, We said he's allowed to go out, he's not allowed to go out with the bell on his neck, he's allowed to go out with the bell on his clothing. Why is he not allowed to go out with the bell on his neck? Because maybe it's going to fall off, he's going to carry it. So we should say the same thing, the bell around on his clothing. We should say the same thing, if it falls off, we're afraid he's going to carry it. We're talking about a case where the bell was sewed on by an expert and therefore not afraid it's going to fall off. That anything which is woven, anything which is sewn on very tightly, we're not afraid to have to fall off, and there was twenty one to go out with on Shabbos. Says the Agmar right to Armat, let's say to him, Lebe Chasem Shabbat Savara, Vlaib Chasem Shabbat Susa, Vlaib Zuk Shabbat Savara, Vlaib Zuk Shabbat Susa. Says the Gemara, Zavazay in the Kabbal Toma, the Zuk the Behemah in the Kabbal Toma. As the Gemara, the Bryce has said that the types of bells are not a Kabbal Toma. Says the Gemara, is that true that the bell of an animal is not a Kabbal Toma? Ramina, we learned in the Bryce, Zuk Shabbat Allah is that a bell which goes around an animal, Allah is, it is Tomit in the Kabbal Toma. Vishal Dallas Tar, but a bell which is for a door is Tar. And Rashi explains because the bell which is attached to the door, which is attached to the house, which is in the Chobol Karka, and therefore the Lachasan, which is in the Chobol Karka, is not the Kabbalah And says the Gemara Shal Dalas, let's say you had a bell which was originally for a door, and then you decide you're going to use it for an animal. The Lachas Tame becomes Tame, meaning just the decision that you're going to put on the animal makes it Tame. Shal Behemah, Lachasan, Lachasan, however, if you had a bell which is on an animal, and then you decide you want to use it for the door, even if you bang it into the door and you show that you're using it as a, as a doorbell, the Lachas is still Tame, meaning it has not changed. 
to this, has not become Tariyat. So, and the Gemara is going to explain, because the is that any type of Kli could become Tariyat just by Machshava, meaning just by deciding that you're going to use the Kli for something which is Mechabal Tomah, then Malachah is Mechabal Tomah. But the Malachah is that if you want to take something which is originally Mechabal Tomah, the Malachah is the only way to make it Tar is if you do a Maisa to it to ch- actually change the Kli, meaning just by just taking the do- the bell and putting it on the door and knocking the door is not a Maisa, it's not a Maisa to the actual Kli. You have to do a Maisa to the actual bell to be Maisa to make it not Mechabal Tomah anymore. But anyway, it says the Gemara, we have a Raya, the bottom line is that we have the Bryce telling us that it is Mechabal Tomah, and we said before that they're not Mechabal, the bell's not Mechabal Tomah, and it's the Gemara, like Kasha, we said that the bell of an animal is Mechabal Tomah, that's when it has a clapper inside, it has a thing inside which makes a noise. This we said it's not Mechabal Tomah, that's when it does not have the clapper, and therefore it's not Mechabal Tomah, it's not considered a Kli. So it's Gemara, Manushach, Imanu, Apti, Lesa, Invo. If it's considered a Kli, so who cares if it has a clapper or not? And Ilab Manu, if it doesn't have a clapper, Invo, Mashri, Manu, just because it has a clapper, it's going to be considered a Kli, and it's the Gemara, in. Yes, Kedush Morach Meini, Amar Bianisan, Tamar Kedush Morach Meini, Amar Bianisan, Minai, and the Mashmina Kalb, Klimatres, Shutami, how do we know that a Klimatres makes noise? This Makabal Toma, meaning the, the fact that the Klim makes noise gives it the status of a Kli. Shinemak, the Pasuk says, Kaldar Rashi Yavi Beish, Tavir Beish, and we dash on a Filu Diver, Diver Yavi Beish, that even something which makes noise, that gives it the status of a Kli, and the Lacha is that that's considered a Chashva Kli. And again, that Pasuk is not talking about Kalim in regards to Tomatar, it's talking about Hagal, but Tesis points out that we have nothing to dash in, in regards to Hagal, and therefore we transfer to the Lacha of Kalim in regards to Tomatar. So therefore, we're dashing from over here that anything which can make noise, any clue which makes noise, is So now that's the, that's the difference between whether if the bell is the clapper, then it's going to be mikalotoma. If it doesn't have the clapper, it's not mikalotoma. So now we're saying that the brisa which said before that said that it's not mikalotoma was referring to it did not have the clapper. So let's go to the middle case before vlebizuk shevet tavara said before that now that referring to the bell that goes around the person said vlebizuk shevet tavara avol yitzu bizuk shevet tusik. But the the person's allowed to go with the bell which. Goes around his clothing, which attaches clothing. The zev is and both them are doesn't have a clapper, is the person's bell If doesn't have an envelope, we're saying that the Bryce is talking about clappers, which do, uh, bells which don't have clappers. I, with the middle of the Bryce, said that if a person's bell is makabotoma. Now, if we're talking about a bell which doesn't have a clapper, the the bell of a person not makabotoma. From me, we learned in the Bryce. So I said, the person makes a bell for his spices when he grinds up the spices, and like Rashi explains, we'll see him in the creases that the noise is good for these spices. Ula Risa and the bells, the rattles you would put in the child's crib. Ula Mitlachas Sefer, man, for it, you'd put on the top of the Svarim, they would put these bells on top of Machas Tinaikis, and there's some sort of bell that you would give to the Tinaikis to wear. Says Allah Yeshlam, Inval, Tmein, if they have a clapper, the Lachas are Tamein, Elam, Inval, the Tarn. If they do not have a clapper, then the Lachas are Tarn. Nitul and Vain, a dying to Menelain. However, if the clapper is taken, if you take the clapper from inside the, the bell, the Lachas is still considered Tamei. So ask the Gemara, if you're going to tell me that we're talking about bells which don't have clappers, so we see clearly that a bell doesn't have a clapper and a person is not Makawatoma. No, this that the Bryce over here says it's not Makabotom unless it has an invo. That's referring to the bells of children. And the only chashivas of these types of kalim, of these types of bells, is if it has a clapper. But for a big person, then if it doesn't have a clapper, it's considered a tash, it's considered an ornament. Even though it doesn't have a clapper, the Allah is, is going to be Makabotom because it's considered a tash, it's considered an ornament. And therefore, when our Bryce has said that the bell of a person is Makabotom, even though it doesn't have an invo, that's because it's considered a tash, and therefore it's Makabotom. Says that, 
Now we're going to go back. The end of the Rashi said that if you had this type of bell, which originally had a clapper inside, and even if you take out the clapper, it's still going to be Makabal Says the Gemara, what's it fit to do? Meaning, if you have a clean and you smash it, then it's not Makabal anymore. So says the Gemara, it should be the same thing over here. If you have this clean, which you have this bell, which really had the clapper, and now you took the clapper out, the car shouldn't be fit for anything, and therefore it's not Makabal anymore. It's if you broke it. Says the Gemara, since a head you could put the clapper right back in, therefore the Allah is still Makabal And the Gemara is assuming now that since the head you could put it back in, it's very easy to return the clapper back inside. Therefore, we look at it as if it's not really detached, and therefore it's still going to be Makabal It's not considerably breaking the clean. Says Gemara, Masav Rava asks Rava Zog va Invo Chibur. Allah is that a bell and the clapper are considered one cleat, meaning if the uh, person just touches the clapper inside, the actual, the actual bell becomes Tame, and so too vice versa. Says Gemara, Vichitema, and the Gemara is assuming now that that means only when they're attached to Makabotoma, if it's detached, Namakabotoma. Vichitema, Hachikar, maybe this is what Rava is saying, that even if they're not actually attached, we look at it as if they're attached, and therefore they're going to Makabotoma, even if it's not attached. Well, Tanya, we looked at the Bryce, Masper, Shalprok, and we saw this Bryce before that the scissors, the Zemo, Shalritni, and this plane that the carpenter uses, Chibosh, Latoma, Ben Chibosh. Allahs are considered connected in regards to Toma. They're not considered connected in regards to Azat, which we explained before, that if you touch one part of the scissors, Allah is that the other part of the scissors become Tommy as well. But in regards to being retired, Allah is that yeah, it's not considered connected and you have to retire the whole thing. Marina, we said, if it's considered connected, it should be connected even when the guy being retired. Really And if it's considered not connected, even in regards to Toma, it shouldn't be Matami each other. Rabbi Rabba and Rabbi explained the virtue. Rabbi explained it when you're actually doing the Malach, when you're actually using the clean Allah. Is considered connected when you're not using it for the malacha, then we they're not considered they're not considered connected. However, the Rabbana made it there, they're always going to treat it as if it's connected in regards to Tumma, and we're always going to consider it disconnected in regards to being matari. So therefore, that's why we always went lachama. However, what the Gemara is proving now is that it's only considered connected, it's only considered one thing when it's actually connected. However, if it's not connected, then Allah will be the Nama So now we have a kasha on Abaya because the Bryce has said that the Zug and the Inval, the Bell and the Clapper are considered one thing and we're explaining how that means only if they're connected. And Abaya explained, no, the reason why it's the reason why it's Tomakawatoma is because you could put it back in very easily, but I we see clearly that even if you could back very even if you could put it back very easily, it's not a Kabotoma unless it's actually connected. So we'll see tomorrow, Bez Hashem. Rav is going to come up with another tariff. We'll see two more tweets on the next Gemara, Bez Hashem. So quick Chazar, we saw today, the Gemara that went off went through. Shmuel explained that the Evid's allowed to go out with the bell on his neck if it's made by his master because he's not going to be, we're not afraid that he's going to take it off. However, if it's made out of metal, then if it falls off, we're afraid he's going to bring back his master, then it's going to be us to go out with it. And the bell, which is around on the clothing, then he's never allowed to go out with it because we're afraid that he's going to cover it up if it falls off with the clothing, and that's going to be a problem with Eitzah. Then we saw the Gwaran base went through the Allah that the bell is only Makabotoma if it has a clapper. If it doesn't have a clapper, it's not Makabotoma. The Gemara explained that that's only referring to a cotton. However, a gadol, a person who is bigger, then even if it does not have a clapper, it's going to be Makabotoma because it's considered a tachshah, it's considered an ornament. And then we saw the Gemara on the bottom went through that the, we had a kash on the bracha because the bracha said that even if the clapper is taken out, it's not Makabotoma. And the kash is, it's not it's not fit for anything, it has no purpose now, it should be considered if it was broken. And we'll see tomorrow with the Shem, the Tritzim of the Gemara. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.